So welcome to LeaderPod, episode two. Um, welcome. I hope you enjoyed last week. And if you recall last week, we looked at some uh, early historical perspectives of leadership. And we looked back at uh, leadership thinking in fields such as the military, political office, people like Plato, Sun Tzu, Aristotle, Machiavelli, and um, really it was a, a short history of leadership to pre-industrial revolution times. And we ended with uh, Thomas Carlyle's Great Man Theory. And I wonder what you thought about that. Today's episode I've called the tipping point of theory. And we're looking at really what happened in the early 1900s. By this time, the Industrial Revolution had really started to make an impact. And there are two names that you need to be familiar with who are associated with this tipping point of uh, leadership thinking and leadership theory, and they are Frederick Taylor and Henry Fayol. So let's have a look at um, Frederick Taylor. Frederick Taylor took a stopwatch to time every steel worker in his American factory in the 1880s. And from this, he would study and conceptualise the principles that he would later publish. Um, Here, his focus was on science and measurement to find the correct principles, processes and standards that would ensure maximisation of profit for the organisation. So this is called the Functional Scientific Approach to Management. And it was published in Frederick Taylor's 1911 landmark publication, Principles of Scientific Management. And this culminated uh, his industrial experience and his interest in managerial action and his desire for immediate measurable results, which really typify this functionalist scientific approach to management. Now, a contemporary of Taylor was Henry Fayol, and five years later, in 1916, uh, Fayol, a French mining engineer and director, who was coming towards the end of his career, published a seminal work on industrial administration, and this made an indelible mark on management and leadership history and made him the founding father of management's classical theory. And it purported to be the first and most comprehensive definition of management. Like Taylor, Fayol took a scientific approach, but this time focused on a wider organisation structure and a wider functioning, and he developed 14 specific principles of management. And so here we have, in the early decades of scientific management, we've got the employee treated almost as a machine, a means of getting work done. Um, These approaches ignored the sociological and behavioural aspects of human beings working in groups. And the increase in productivity wasn't matched with increased employee compensation or cooperation. And so we start to see militant unions rising up as a result. Now, although all this is called management theory, I'm including it in a leadership podcast because I want us to realise that leadership thinking can be heavily influenced today by some of these founding ideas of scientific management. And I want you to be able to see when we look at leadership theory, when you look at your own organisations, when you're operating as a leader, 
at which point in time the focus is all about organizational profit it's about efficiency it's about all of these things that are around a functional approach now the scientific functionalists weren't the only people thinking about organizations and another name that's worth knowing and that dominates the landscape is a german called max weber w-e-b-e-r and weber took a sociological approach to organizations and along with Karl Marx, Weber is known to be one of the founders of modern sociology. And his contribution to sociology as a science is considered enormous. His writing was extensive in politics and economics. And in 1922, his work, Economy and Society, was published posthumously based on his work between 1910 and 1913, around the time that Taylor and Fayol were doing their publications. And in it was outlined his concept of bureaucratic management. And this was hailed as the benchmark of success in organisational literature. Weber, with his main themes of authority and rationality, sought to counter the unskilled use of power in organisations by suggesting that administrative approaches to organisational structures and hierarchies uh, were taken such that power was embedded in the structure and the bureaucratic administrative process instead of being embedded in the people holding the positions of power. And at the heart of it, what Weber was identifying was that the ideal, typical conception of bureaucracy drained relationships of sentimental content and the bureaucracy encouraged more rational decision-making. And again, what I'd like us to take from this little bit of, of theory and history is that there are different views, different approaches to how management and leadership is viewed. We have already in the early 1900s a scientific functionalist view that is all around productivity and then we have a sociological view that is thinking about power and position and bureaucracy and although many of us um, think that bureaucracy just gets in the way and it slows things down uh, again we can look at our organizations and we can look at the, the strengths and the weaknesses of bureaucracy and this might be a good point to just pause uh, if you're not driving uh, if you're at home or at work or at a place where you can just pause the podcast and have a think about your organizations have a think about your experience of leadership and management and those examples where let's say you can see a scientific efficiency approach to organizations or maybe a bureaucratic approach and maybe think about the strengths and the weaknesses of each of these theories which are now more than a hundred years old in today's organizations so if you paused welcome back um, to finish this podcast for today i just want to talk about the last part of the tipping point of theory and this is the hawthorne effect and a person called kurt lewin and really what we're looking at now is the human relations approach to management and leadership. This was birthed between around 1924 and 1932. 
And it really came from some unexpected results from some experiments. Uh, the experiments were on worker productivity and they were in the Western Electricity Hawthorne Works. This is where the Hawthorne effect gets its name from. And researchers who were looking at worker productivity accidentally discovered that an increase in production was gained by psychological stimulus. Now, these Harvard researchers had conducted experiments to ascertain if better lighting conditions increased productivity. However, the experiments who gathered and analysed the data realised that both improving and worsening lighting conditions created increased productivity. And so they delved a little deeper and found that it wasn't actually the lighting that made the difference, but rather it was the psychological stimulus of workers being singled out, of watched, of being made to feel important. And the human relations model highlighted the importance of people within an organisation being effective at working together. And this began to focus upon the needs of the workers and the groupings of the workers and what motivated them and so on. And by 1946, Kurt Lewin, a social scientist and considered the grandfather of organisational development, had launched the Research Centre for Group Dynamics at the Michigan Institute of Technology, firming the belief that behavioural science could help organisations to be more effective. So I hope you found that useful. It might be that this was just a reminder and revision for some of you who've been on this leadership journey for a while. For others, it might be new information. But we've now taken our leadership thinking and our leadership journey from really antiquity up to the middle of the industrialised world. And next time that we do one of these sorts of podcasts, we will be looking at some of the different types of theories, some of the different topologies of theories. We may look again a little bit more about more recent history of leadership. Um, but between now and then, I am going to try and put up a talk that was done at Keele University uh, at the end of 2018 um, by a guest speaker, Kevin Davis. So uh, the next episode, we'll take a little break from the theory and we'll listen to someone who is talking on leadership, complexity and inclusion. But until then, have a great day and I look forward to you joining me next time.